Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby with Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce saying, Joyce, we're back. We haven't done this in a few, it feels like over a week because we've been so busy. Well, it has been over a week. <laughs> wow. Time flies. It's, I've been so excited to do this with you and talk to you about the Emmys. Who can, who can wait? I, but, but we're not doing Bright Star Adventure Park today. No, we're not doing a succession today, no, though. Uh, remains the best show. Just mm-hmm. a ne- never, never ending source of fun, including this, which I got as a Christmas gift this year, Joyce. Uh, and finally, we're- Wow. Who knows you so well? To my, my wife. Does. <laughs> <laughs> who else am I going to get presents from? Nobody. Maybe my parents. I don't even think they would give me presents, maybe honestly. Anything. They, they give me uh, like money, maybe. Yeah, money like, is what I get to, right? Yeah, at at a certain point, you just get old enough and they're just like, here's a check for whatever. Yeah, or then like like for like my birthday, like we'll probably go out to dinner. And like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, something like that. I don't, I, I don't need presents. You know what? I got a ton of stuff. I don't need any it's more true. presents. It's true, it's true too much too much stuff uh but just we're not talking yeah yeah, we're not talking about succession we are talking about the limited series category but i've been so excited to do this because i have a new favorite show conversations with friends help share the class yeah yes conversations (laughs) with friends aka bad texts as you as you like to call it there's a lot of bad texting (laughs) that's only because in the unfinished screeners there were no texts which (laughs) is which is a huge part of the show. You told me that and I was blown away because so much of the show is people texting and reading their texts. Uh, no, yeah. the, the limited series Conversation with Friends, Joyce, uh, is on Hulu. So here, here you'll know I loved it because I had to interview the most of the cast. So I'm already in the tank. Uh, and yeah, and you're predicting all of them, right? Almost. Yeah. I almost put Jemima Kirk in too, honestly, in supporting. Uh, but no, I have, I was very fond of it. It's the same crew that people did Normal People, which is a show I did not watch. So I came into this totally blind on the uh, Sally Rooney cinematic universe and was very impressed. I enjoyed it very much. I, I'll tell you why. Here's one of the things I liked about it uh, 12 episodes. And when I saw that, I immediately was like, oh, no. And then they're 30 minute episodes. I was like, oh yes, 30 minute drama, Joyce. Um, that's like really, that's a sweet spot right now. Comedies um, are anything 30, 30 minutes, minutes, really. Yeah, and the comedies now are, are longer than 30 minutes. But no, so I love I love bad texts, AKA conversations with friends. Uh, but I don't have it in for for the, the limited series, the, the series itself, I do not have in. And I wanna talk to you about this wow. because I cannot figure out what to do with this category. I have, so I, I feel mean, like- no one can. Well, here's what I here's what I think. I think there's like four absolute not locks, right? Dope sick, white lotus, made, and the dropout. I still have the dropout winning, which is maybe foolhardy, but I, I could I still think it, I think it's gonna win. But those are the four I have, and then after that, I have no idea. I, I threw the staircase in, and I threw Station Eleven in, but at this point, it's more of a hope diction on Station Eleven because I just feel like it is not remaining in the in the conversation so i don't know but i that means i left out under the banner of heaven the beloved show first lady gaslit 
Pam and Tommy inventing Anna. I could just keep going, but I don't know. Joyce, what do you have here? Explain to me. I don't know what to do with this. So help me out. I mean, I don't know what to do with it. I, <laughs> it, it could be just five again. Um, so I haven't changed any or moved anything. Um, so I have Under the Banner of Heaven, Dope Sick, White Lotus, Made, and The Staircase. And I have to drop out in six. So Wow. So I don't even have Under the Banner of Heaven in and you have it winning. I, I put that in there like two months ago when I watched the screeners. And I've since finished the show because they sent the last two episodes. So do you um, think, you still I don't think know. Like, I... I don't think it's like actually winning, winning. Like, I'm not like, oh, this is like a complete lock, but I don't know what I would put in its place. So it's like a placeholder, really. Like, what am I going to put in there instead of that right now? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even have it getting nominated though, because I guess I just keep going with these and I'm trying to figure out like, like we've been saying, there's in, in too much, it's mass TV. I love, I love that you coined that. I think that is like the best, the best Thank description you. of you this time. Thank you, me. Yeah. Yeah. I, all credit to Joyce for mass TV. That's what this is. There's just so much. Yeah. There's too much. Like we, and I don't we know watch what. completely different shows because you have, you have not finished Under the Banner of Heaven. No. And I have, I not, have not started conversations. Yeah. With friends, I haven't really. finished. I haven't watched Staircase. I haven't even had a chance to yeah. check I just, it out. I just, I just seen the unfinished text and I'm like, I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> and so I'm like, how are like, I don't know what people are watching and then how it will rate, right? Like all these shows are ostensibly good. I don't think there's like really a, like a lemon here. It's not like I think Under the Banner of Heaven is bad from what I've seen. It was no, very and good. like, but nothing has either like become like a huge juggernaut either, like right. the Queen's Gambit, you know? Like I think that's what everyone was waiting for, especially in the spring. And there's hasn't really been anything like that, like not even the mayor of East Town. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Under the Banner of Heaven, I, I really like a lot and it's really well made. Um, the last episode's uh, long. Uh, they don't have a single episode under an hour. So most of them are like 63, 64 minutes. Right. The finale, Gird Your Loins, an hour and 29 minutes. So we'll talk about this actually later because we're going we're gonna to do, uh, I'm going to filibuster about Stranger Things. But I will say I used to be anti-long episodes. Now I'm like way in, except I think, except when they're too slow. And I wonder if Under the Banner of Heaven is too slow. So it, it's slow, but like, I, I like it. It's, 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 it's not, it's slow paced, but I feel like I'm getting a lot out of it. If they, the episodes can definitely use an edit. Like I would like if they shaved off like five to 10 minutes of each of them, mm-hmm. but I don't. I like the pacing of it and I feel like I'm always getting a lot out of it. Like, I don't like when I finish an episode, I don't feel like that was like a waste of my time. Right. You know, like I wish maybe it was shorter. Um, I also wish the finale was short, even though like it's a lot happens in it and it's like a movie. It's like, it's like they saw Inventing Anna's runtimes and was like, hold my beer. And then Stranger <laughs> Things saw their runtimes and was like, wait, hold my beer. Um, but, but, you know, so FX, they've, they've always done this, even though it's like an epidemic now with long episode runtimes. But, you know, Sons of Anarchy, like every episode was over an hour on yeah. linear FX. Crazy time. So they're just now like everything's on streaming. So they're abusing this because there's no ads and, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's a good show. And Andrew Garfield, he has his uh, a breakdown scene in the sixth episode, which is this week, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. May 26th. Yeah. Let me, I'm, I'm like completely yeah, yeah. lost on my airtime. Okay. Um, yeah. So, but I, so I think I said like 
maybe like months ago when I first watched it. I, I don't know if I was like waiting to see the whole show before um, predicting the win. And I don't know about predicting to win. You don't think you'd pick Andrew to win? Yeah. Like, I think he's really good, but I think there's something, I don't know. I think, I think if he wins, it'll be more about like his year more so than like the performance or anything, even though he's really good in the show. He was uh, on the, on the time 100 list, Joyce, that came out. This yes. Week. A lot of, a lot of Emmy contenders on that list. Yeah. Good, 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 good job out of the publicists there to get them on that list. But I would say uh, Andrew Garfield was written. His little tribute was written by Martin Scorsese. Uh, mm-hmm. It looked like Marty just took a break from under the uh, killers of flower moon and jotted it down on like an index card. Cause it was very short, maybe like 150 words. You know, it's, it's his assistant, you know, yeah. But no, I don't even know. I don't think it was his assistant. I think it was really Marty. And he was like, you know, me and Marty, I could call him that because we're pals. And he was like, oh, greatest actor of his generation, basically. And I was like reading that. And I again, beyond the, the fact that Will Smith obviously uh, tainted his best actor win, but boy, that is not going to age well in a bunch of different ways. We should have given Andrew Garfield an Oscar this year. That was my takeaway from reading all this. I was just like, that, that win did not, is not going to age well, the Will Smith win, beyond, even if it was, even beyond the extenuating circumstances. Not that we need to talk about the Will you Smith You know, thing. that was just his time. And as I've said, if you do live voting on the Oscars, that result will be different. <laughs> live voting would be great. So uh, the, I guess the reason I'm saying is I don't think, even with that said, I don't think Andrew Garfield is a lock to win an Emmy, even though I think there is no, like a No, like I, I, would, I would maybe even like move him to third. I have him in second. Um, I, I want to look at that when we get over there, but I want to just stick on this. So this weekend, as I was talking to real people, my, my okay. pals who are not in the industry, one of the shows they talked about, and this is what I mean by saying, like, I don't know what people are actually watching, was We Crashed. People really- Oh, your fave. Yeah. It, was, it is my fave, but also people really watched it. And I think even though Apple TV has a smaller footprint than like the Netflixes and the HBO Maxes of the world, I do wonder if the lure of having massive movie stars on a TV series is going to help regular people want to watch these shows. And that's why I was like, I'm now like, I don't have either of these shows in, but we crashed in 1883, which is a Yellowstone prequel. Is it possible that those get in because of their broad popularity and like the idea that people are paying attention to them? More so than like, you know. I've thought about putting 1883 in because this category is like so chaotic and Mm -hmm. that's kind of like that and Yellowstone are like the silent majority really because I I, their, their core base is not online unlike a lot of these other shows whose like fan base is like very online correct that's yeah. i actually i'm actually putting them in i'm putting both we crash in 1883 and i'm knocking what out the dropping? Stair- i'm dropping staircase <laughs> in station 11 my favorite station 11 i just think that these are two I, I just wonder if they're too niche and i feel like hbo max and hbo have so many contenders that i think it's hard to maybe even break hulu through. has so many <laughs> hulu does have so many too uh, I don't know, but like, this is like a really chaotic category, but I just kept going back to that. Cause I was like, in the end, similar to like a squid game type thing is like 1883, the squid game of this category, right. Where it's just is like, or the Yellowstone, like you said, of this cat, where it just is like, it, it is a popular thing that a lot of people watched. They moved it into the limited series category from drama, probably specifically because it's a limited series, but also to help like kind of get it in, you know, and they, it's one of the shows that I would say has been doing the work right? Like, that's the other thing. Like, I feel like the 1883 people are all over the place. I mean, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, man. 
And uh, Isabel, is it Isabel May, right? Yeah, Isabel May, yeah. So, you know, those- those Sam Elliott, of course. Obviously, you know, Jane Campion's favorite actor, Sam Elliott. So I I do think, I I could see, and I think We Crash similarly has been all over the, I mean, I talked to Jared Leto, Joyce, my best friend. I know, you got two Jareds in six months. (laughs) Amazing, Uh, you know. He loves it. So, and no, also, but I, you know, Anne Hathaway have, having a moment right now in, in Cannes with Armageddon Time with our other fave, Jeremy Strong. Jeremy Strong. And but, the icon, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. So, like, these are movie stars. Like, no offense to anybody in these other shows. Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway are like A list movie stars on a TV show. And I think Anne that's going to get people great to watch. On it. We crashed. And they're also great. So, like, that actually, so I'm like, I think in, in a situation like this where there's like literally, I mean, 30, 40 shows that are like all solid. Like these are all like, I mean, we didn't even mention, like we said, like the thing about Pam, right? Or like, uh, I don't even know, Gaslit, Roar, uh, Girl from Plainview, Plainville. There's Moon Knight, We Own the City. We Own the City, Moon Knight. They they don't like David Simon, sadly. Impeachment, remember Impeachment? Candy was another one uh, with like that had a lot of buzz. I just feel like there's so many of these shows, but I'm like, if you're sitting there as a television Academy member and like, what am I going to watch? Boy, there's so many things. A show with Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway is going to stand out. Cause it's like, oh, they're major movie stars. And then you watch one episode and you're immediately hooked. Cause that first episode of We Crashed is so engaging and fun and they're really going for it. And I think that could help. And then 1883, like you said, is definitely the, the silent majority show. <laughs> Was it last week or two weeks ago? The Taylor Sheridan universe has expanded the cast, Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford. In yeah. Another Yellowstone. I, I got to say, Joyce, I'm not the most, I'm not the most, uh, how do we say this? I'm not, I'm not super into the Taylor Sheridan universe. It's not something okay. I've watched. I like uh, Hell High Water. So fine. Totally fine. I like Sicario. Did you write the first Sicario? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Sicario is good. Uh, but no, I know, obviously, like my parents love Yellowstone, like people I know watch it. It's a good show. And I would say like when I saw Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford are cast in a 1932 set Boardwalk Empire style Yellowstone prequel again, I was like, I am in. I will watch that. That sounds really good. And then there's another in his extended universe. The I, I think it's like the Tulsa King or something with Sylvester Stallone as a he's displaced. just like all over Paramount Plus because he also has like the Mayor of Kingstown. Love Jeremy it. Renner, so I'm yeah, like waiting, but <laughs> I'm weighing on that. Uh, you want to do? Let's go to. Uh, so I put those up. So my list now is since I just totally in chaos, chaos magic. Have the dropout, <laughs> dope, sick, made White Lotus, we crashed in 1883. That's what I'm sticking for now. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I would put in first. If, should I just like keep under the banner of heaven? I there? mean, why not? I don't really know what the favorite is. I That's need the a other pencil. Thing. I like. I have to put something in first. <laughs> I guess would what would what would it take to say there's a favorite here? Like when we see the nominations, whatever has the most nominations, maybe here ends up being like the favorite by default. Yeah, yeah, because so. it's like even even like the 2021 shows here, none of them dominated the winter wars because right. that was like mayor of east town you know right that's the thing like uh, and then they sick- got like snubs in various places too so right like dope sick and made are seemingly like the leftover favorites but neither one of them yeah, feel but like, like dope sick is like the michael keaton show like as in wins you know like i don't imagine either one of those shows getting like 13 nominations um yeah well yeah because they're also uh yeah they're too modern i guess for right. like crafts and stuff that's why they, like I mean, they could they could but yeah that's why i feel like 1883 
maybe could, right? Because it's going to have like a lot of tech support as well. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so Joyce, for, for, do you want to go to actor or actress next? Um, let's, let's go to TV movie quickly oh, yeah. because yeah. we haven't talked about this in like seven years, but we both yeah. have added something. So I haven't even watched it yet, but I added it. You have watched it and loved it. I've, I've watched it twice. Chip and Dale's Dale's Rescue Rescue Rangers. Rangers. Uh, I cannot wait to watch it. So the reason I haven't watched it is because we've been to 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 tease. We've been watching Stranger Things again. We already watched the first seven episodes, and then we're watching it again. Uh, So this that's been like taking up a lot of time. time? (laughs) And they're very long episodes. But I am super psyched to watch Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers is like 90 minutes. That's uh, shorter than like what half the Stranger Things episodes. Yes. And also, yeah. Uh, yeah. So from the Lonely Island guys, uh, which is great stuff. Love uh, Popstar. Love uh, Hot Rod. Great movies. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's amazing. It, this is like our, our like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, um, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So John Mulaney is Chip. Andy Samberg is Dale. Um, and it's just, it's like a really fun, like meta, like satire, a lot of great sight gags. So you need to pause to really take them all in. And I, also, um, I guess I, I got to not look at my phone. Yes. This is, this is not a laundry movie. No, no you need to pay attention, but like you will, cause it's, it's really funny and engaging. Um, and then our fave, uh, JK Simmons also has a voice part in this. Yeah, Night Sky's own J.K. Simmons, Joyce. Mm-hmm. Night Sky's own J.K. Simmons. Yeah, yeah. He had two projects released on May 20th last week. Yeah. And No Shade in Night Sky, which I enjoyed. I, I watched the whole thing. And I think you have as well. Yeah. But this was it's his solid show. Yeah, yeah, this is this is his better May 20th performance <laughs> as as Captain Putty. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, uh, here's what I have for this category. The Survivor. You'll be shocked to know I interviewed everyone from this show as well, or movie, including uh, Barry Levinson and Billy Magnuson and the star uh, Ben Foster. I have that. I have Fallout, which I have not watched, but I actually seemed like something I would enjoy and had like good uh, buzz seemed. I think Jenny Ortega is an up and coming mm-hmm. talent that who I've enjoyed in other things. I have Ray Donovan, the movie. For all the Ray Donovan vans out there, Chip and Dale, and then Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas. Those are my five in this category. So in instead of Ray Donovan, I have Help, the the Jody Comer. Yeah, I series. I got to say, I don't know much about Help. She she won the BAFTA. Yeah. For it, yeah. So, but yeah, I I mean, I'm all in on Chip and Dale here. So. Do you think it'll but, win? But this. It should win. They should put this category back on the main show and wow. present it last. <laughs> Given to Chippendale. Uh, all right, all right, Joyce. Let's go to uh, limited series and movie actress because mm-hmm. that one's always fun. Uh, I've got the top three here, slightly different order. Our odds are M- Margaret Qualley for Maid, Amanda Seyfried for The Dropout, and Jessica Chastain for Scenes for a Marriage. I have Amanda Seyfried winning, but I have those three. And then I go completely uh, chaos. I have Julie Garner for Inventing Anna still. I have Anne Hathaway for We Crashed. Probably the best Anne Hathaway performance since The Intern, I would argue. Yes, you know what was on on Saturday? The Intern on TNT. I watched the whole thing, obviously. Great movie. Anne Hathaway, love Anne Hathaway. She rules in We Crashed. And then my dear friend, Allison Oliver from Conversations with Friends, who I interviewed and was an absolute blast. And I actually think this, even with my complete hackery aside 
she's really good on the show. It's like an incredible performance. I don't know if she'll get in because it's like, she's a first time actor basically. Uh, and the show is very small and on Hulu, even though they did a great promotional push for it, who knows, but she's like remarkably good on it. I was really impressed with her. So I put her in as my like long shot hope diction. That means I left off all the first lady ladies, Claire Foy, Lily James, uh, Julia Roberts. I don't know. So this is another loaded category, obviously. It's, it's loaded, but also wide open because yeah. I only feel good about Margaret and Amanda. Not even Jessica. I don't, I mean, like I should probably put her in, but I don't, I don't have her in like, cause I, I can see her getting snubbed. Um, I kind of see her getting, I, I have her in because I think it's such chaos that her name will, will, will net out. Like that's also why I have like Anne Hathaway in, and like we were saying before, like she's a Jessica Chastain's a movie, like a legitimate movie star, obviously. She just won an Oscar. Oscar. I think that's going to just get her in, even if Scenes from a Marriage came out a hundred years ago and is not the type of show that people will be super enthusiastic about based on its content, right? It's not like a show you're like, man, you know what you got to watch? It's so exciting. Scenes from a Marriage. Uh, we crash yeah, you can maybe a do a very that. upbeat show yeah we crash is like oh man Anne Hathaway dresses like a navi from avatar you got to check that out scenes from marriage is not one you're gonna be texting your buddies about being like hey LOL. no like i i can totally see her getting in just from like inertia right yeah 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 no offense but I don't I, a good performance, but, because I, mean. I just yeah my four slots the other yeah. four slots if there are six <laughs> i have julia garner um i i do have Anne. i have Claire Foy, uh, I don't think she's getting in, but I, I, I love a three episode series, mm-hmm. <laughs> very British scandal. Um, and I put in Julia Roberts just to support her. I mean, they, I that was another show. They did a great amount of press with Julia. She was all over the place and then has gotten really good. I haven't really seen a lot of people say negative things about it. I think Gaslight mm-hmm. has been pretty well received, but I just don't know how many people are watching. You know what I mean? It's like she could they, get in. They, because she's, like stars. We know that. Right. She can get in because she's Julie Roberts. Like she can but, get in for homecoming, a 30 minute drama. Right. So I don't know. But I I don't know. I, none of the you don't have any of the first ladies either. No, and like, you know, we've talked about this. Like the only one I would nominate is Michelle Pfeiffer, who's the right. MVP of that show. Um, but yeah, I I dropped her a while ago. And I I mean I hope she gets in because it's a really great performance. But that it feels like that show just went from bad buzz, like on premiere day over Viola Davis's lips and then just no buzz. Yeah. It's not really, it, no. yeah, not, a, not, it didn't really break through. I, I would say, here's my, here's my brief take on Alice and Oliver. I'll just, just to, to stump back to this. Uh, she has a, first of all, in real life, she's incredible. Like I, having interviewed me, me, I interviewed her Joyce and uh, she's very good. engaging. Did you interview actually, her? I'm not clear on that. Yeah, no, I did. And okay. uh, she, she's a, incredibly different from she's not like the character which I don't think people would know because like you said she's like a first this is like literally her first thing on camera uh but I think if she does get put out there a lot and people are checking out her the show and then versus her like press appearances she's a lot different than the character which I think is is interesting or like noteworthy and then so much of the because it's bad texts so much of the show is internalized uh with you know, having to text or, you know, you, she's like re, almost like a sphinx half the time. You kind of really got to read her face and like what she's thinking as a character. And I think she just does an incredible job of like conveying a lot of emotion. She does, she's great at 
uh, a lot of the show is like her getting text messages that are either really bad, hence bad texts, or like very inscrutable. And she has to like read them and be like, oh crap, like that kind of, and I just think it's like really like very modern, it's a very modern form of acting. I feel like that's, we all respond, well, all if, read things I mean, and have to respond. Know, to, to pull, like to pull the curtain back on acting and visual effects, when they do these things, like reading text messages, they're not looking at anything. Most Correct. Of them. Like they add that in post, obviously. Has so it's like pretty, screeners. yeah. And I'm it, like, what are, what are, what is she reading? So she's reading, like when she texts her, her boyfriend or the, the she, it's a show about an affair. So she's having an affair with a character played by Joe Allen and he texts her, okay, period, talk to you later, period, or whatever. And it's all like very pointedly, not what you want as it's a response. Period. You, you don't put the period. You never put punctuation <laughs> in a text. That's just like, full cringe and she has to like respond to that and have her face melt without like really showing it i don't know i thought it was really impressive i don't know if she'll get nominated she's 100 to 1 on our odds she's she's just completely i mean buried here and i don't well, think i mean if you if you recall normal people paul mescal got in but not daisy edgar jones right. and so that's the other thing is that daisy edgar jones seemingly had more buzz because i think normal people had more buzz than mm-hmm. conversation with friends and daisy edgar jones didn't get in and so like, that's another reason why you would say Alison Oliver is certainly not going to get in, but I'm going to stick with her just also because like we said, the cat- category is so chaotic. I don't know. I could make a case for like 20 of these actors, actresses. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I like, think, why not? Did we, did we talk about this here or like in our column? Um, I don't remember, but um, remember two years ago, this category um, when Daisy got snubbed uh they nominated octavia spencer for self-made a movie i don't think anyone saw mm-hmm. but it was just kind of like we like octavia spencer right and it was on netflix so i, I mean yeah some people saw it because it was on netflix but yeah. i don't think anyone was predicting her no and so yeah. that could happen here i mean would not surprise me at all to see like I don't even know Jessica Biel getting in or, you know, whatever. Isabel May for 1883, beloved 1883. Why not? I don't have her in, but good. Uh, do you want to do actor Joyce? Um, yeah, sure. Our, our favorite Batman. So I have Michael Keaton, Andrew Garfield. I have Ben Foster, Oscar Isaac, Colin Firth. And then I have, the one and only Jared Leto. I have the top five in the odds and then Jared in six, basically. Did you have Jared before you talked to him? I did actually. I had him in from the jump. It's just, he's awesome on it. It's such a fun performance. I know people are tired of Jared Leto, but man, he's so fun. People are expecting him to be like completely over the top, like Gucci style. And he's really not. He's not. No, it's it's really fun. And the thing I liked about it, and I, when I interviewed him, I meant it's actually, he's actually funny it's a funny performance. Like, it's not like, it's just, he's very light on his feet. I think it's a different kind of comedy, even than the house of Gucci comedy, which is kind of like clown. Like Paolo is like an actual, like a human clown in, in the movie. And in We Crashed, it's not, it's a little more nuanced comedy. And I think it's like a bit of rom-com-ish sometimes and just a bit of like workplace comedy. And he does it really well. And it's something you would maybe not expect from Jared Leto. Again, who knows what people are watching here's the thing he's a good actor yes he is he is go back 20 years go watch requiem for yeah no he rules go watch american psycho i want i want his uh, business card 
Um, but yeah, I think it's in recent years that's been clouded right. um, by other things and including his own performances. Yes. If he but, was never in Suicide Squad, I think we wouldn't be as like uh, irate about Jared. Yes, Leto. probably. Yes. Or, or like his uh, off-screen antics on set. Yes. Yes. Uh, so. Who do you have here, Joyce? Do you have, who do you have? Do you still have Michael Keaton winning? I still have Michael. Um, I have Andrew in second, but I'm considering moving Colin above him. Talk to me about the I've, staircase. The you staircase. Wanna, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know about the real life case? Yes. Did you watch the doc? Yes. And yes. I've read a lot about it. And I know the show is a little uh, contentious choice because the, some of the choices they made, the documentary filmmakers have been pretty uh, unhappy with, I would say. It's kind of like LOL to me because like they're like the, the the doc filmmakers are part of the scripted show. Yes. And they consulted with them before, but it's like, I'm like, whatever. It's yeah. I, I don't think it's like a really like negative portrayal of them or anything. But um, I think like Colin, Colin I think has the most to do out of like the three of them, like Michael Keaton and Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, he's convicted of killing his wife uh, played by Tony Collette, who is going lead, even though she's like totally supporting, but you know, what a flex for Tony Collette. And, uh, yeah, he just he just has more to do, I think, and it's it's kind of, I guess maybe a subversive term for him because you don't really think of like Colin Firth as being like like possibly a murderer, you know. Um, and the show, it's I I don't think it's it's like I think it's a good companion show to the docu series, but um, it you know some of the choices are kind of. Like, oh, like the fifth episode last week was like all about Julia Benoche's character, the editor with whom Michael Peterson, um, Colin Firth's character in real life, they had a relationship as she was like working on a documentary. It was like all about her. And I don't know if we need a, like a complete episode like about her, <laughs> you know? So it was kind of like that, but like this week, this Thursday is they do the owl theory. Do you know about the mm-hmm. owl theory? Yes. Yeah, the owl theory states that Tony Collette's character, Kathleen, was attacked by an owl and then she just like collapsed and hit her head and bled out. Correct. So they actually uh, reenact that in the show. Oh, wow, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so you have that to look forward to. Um, but yeah, I, I think like, I think Colin could win. Um, it's, well, again, it's, the, the, the Jared corollary of it's, he's a giant movie star, Colin. For yes, it. yeah. Oscar winner. Yeah, and if like Dopesick is not as strong, um, even though I think we all like love Michael Keaton and like his speeches this past winter were just incredible. <laughs> like I, I, I do think he's beatable, but like I still have him in first. Um, Cause I also would love for him to like win something major as well. Cause like mm-hmm. Colin has an Oscar. <laughs> right. But yeah, I think like those are the top three. And then- I have Oscar. Um, I have my guy Paul Bettany. Wow. And I know I still I still have both a very British scandal people. I'll probably drop them eventually, but I'm gonna keep them for now. And I have Sebastian Stan. <laughs> nice. That show not not is not a, not a top of mind, I would say. No, um, but you know, like he and Lily James are still 
out there. He was just on Colbert like two days ago or last. He's got a two a two for Hulu because Fresh is a movie, a TV movie. Yeah, Fresh also with uh, Daisy Edgar Jones. Yes, a TV movie. Mm -hmm. A great TV movie, Fresh. Yes. So he he could be double nominated. I don't think he will be. I don't think he will be, but Joyce, let's do a supporting actress. So this one is slightly easier, maybe, but not really. Again, a total mess. I have Jennifer Coolidge, seemingly everybody has at the top. I have her there. I've got Andy McDowell for Maid and Caitlin Deaver for Dopesick. And then I go again, full chaos. I have Florence Pugh for Hawkeye. Not going to let that one go. I'm going to die on that hill. I have Faith Hill, speaking of dying on a hill, for 1883. And then I have Juno Temple for The Offer my beloved offer. Here's the reasoning for that one. She's actually quite good on the show. And I think the offer is another one of those shows that people have watched, especially in the industry, because it's about Hollywood. And I think people have been interested in it. And whether or not they really love the show, it's at least very entertaining and engaging. And she is also incredibly good. And I think has the, the halo effect of having Ted Lasso as well. So she could get like a Julia Garner style double nomination even though the second thing is more populist and frothy than the first thing, I would say. So that's, that's a six I have. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I have seen the offer. She's fun. We, the show's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Show. It's, yeah. Just, uh, you know, if you, if you want a lot of allegiance to the Godfather, I don't know if you would watch this for that, but yeah, it's, it's entertaining. Highly entertaining, Very entertaining, especially the finale that takes place at the Oscars. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, this is going to say this. This would it reminds me of Entourage, and in, in both good and bad. But it is very much like Vince got the movie, you know that kind of thing. Like, oh, how are they going to get out of this one? And then, oh man, they got out of it, and they made the Godfather. It's a lot of that, but it's yeah, super and they fun. won the Oscar. <laughs> yeah, like man, will they get it? Will it come out? Yes, it will. And it's going to yeah. win the Oscar, right? Yeah, no, they're going to make the movie. And then uh, we're going to make The Longest Yard and have it be a great movie too. I, I, I was, I'm very, I like the show. So uh, no, but I have Juno Temple getting in because I think she's, like I said, like I think, you know, easy, an easy double nominee in a category here with a lot of people who, I don't know who would get in. Like I had Lori Metcalf in for the dropout, but I'm just not convinced she's in it enough. She's got like one or two scenes. Listen, we'll get Lori her nomination for Hacks. That was the other thing. I was like, she has a better chance of getting guest actress support a uh, comedy nominee for the hacks because she's so funny. Weed on hacks. Weed. Like that would be just an easy guest nom. Yeah. For her. When Pete Wentz yeah. gives you a nickname, it sticks. So yeah. Yeah. And then you know, she she eats at Wendy's, which my favorite fast food restaurant. So it's an yeah. un- unimpeachable and good fast food restaurant. Uh a lot of like in our odds, Connie Britton is here. Uh pretty highly rated. Alexandra Daddario, obviously in contention. You said uh, Tony Collette's going lead, Joyce. Yeah, she hasn't been moved yet. So she would not be here. Uh, Ellen Burstyn for First Lady. Which uh, she's still still hanging in there because people don't update. (laughs) Right. I I just don't, like none of these are like really standing out to me. I don't know. I I don't know where else to go. It, It does feel like can White Lotus get like multiple acting nominations here? I love- I at one point had three White Lotus ladies in there and I think I have two, but with like Tony going lead now, maybe I'll just put um, Alexandra back in. Cause I have, I have Jennifer and Connie. So it could be like a default. I mean, like they're all excellent on the show. They were really fun. And I actually thought my personal preference would have been like Connie and 
and Alexandra ahead of Jennifer Coolidge. I think they were just better. They had better. I, yeah, I prefer Alexandra out of the three of them. And so, like, I would definitely have no problem with them getting in. But I'm just like, does the show support three actresses here? And also, I don't know. I don't know. And, all, and like, it does feel like Jennifer Coolidge is the one that everybody is focused on. So, like, mm-hmm. she seemingly would be like the obvious choice but maybe people are just like so remain excited about white lotus that's the other thing it was on last summer how much do people even remember it or beyond jennifer coolidge you know i don't know yeah and do you think she could be like the katherine hahn of this year just this like kind of beloved comedic actress who gets this like juicy part on a limited series and everyone thinks she's gonna win and then she doesn't but who would she lose to? That's the problem. Like, obviously, like Catherine Hahn lost to Julianne, Julianne Nicholson, Nicholson for a very, very popular show. There's no mayor in here. So like, who would yeah. win? Yeah. And like Julianne also had a super baby final episode. Right. So I don't so, know who would be the option here. I mean, like Caitlin Deaver has like a really baby performance, I think, for Dope Sick, but she's not as well known. And I don't know, the show is not mayor. So I don't know if she would win. Yeah, um, it would have been cool if, if Tony were still in this category because we could have the unbelievable reunion mm-hmm. with her and, and Caitlin. Um, I actually think if like Tony had stay in here, she maybe could win. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I, I had her in, I mean, obviously. <laughs> I know. Um, I mean, they could also be kind of strategically moving her to lead to make room for more supporting actresses from the staircase. Maybe. So, Parker Posey, like I've seen a lot yeah. of good buzz on. and um, Yeah, like she's she's entertaining, but I think it's just because it's kind of like scene steely. And I don't even, is she even in the last three episodes? I don't remember, but there's a lot of Julia Binoche in the last couple. Um, I actually like Sophie Turner a lot on the show. She's hmm. one of their daughters. Um, yeah, so I think they could just be making room for other staircase ladies. Yeah. Um, I have Andy McDowell for maid. Um, and I too still have Florence because I don't know what else. <laughs> so it might seem silly, but she's great on, I mean, it's just like awesome. She's so much fun on Hawkeye. It's a great performance and I love her in the show. So I know I just rewatched the finale over the weekend and like the elevator scene with her and Haley Steinfeld. Still it's great. And she actually elevates the show, I feel like. And yeah. she's like, it's just a really great performance. And, and Florence Pugh's a legitimate actor, obviously, like an Oscar nominee. So it's not like a total like Hail Mary to expect that she would get nominated. I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to keep her on. I'll just keep her on until she doesn't get nominated, Joyce. I'm not changing it. <laughs> I mean, there's like a lot of other huge names like there's Edie Falco for impeachment and remember she got in for that like Law and Order Menendez show to know yep, that's true so she could do it again because this category is so open um yeah there's there's faith yeah faith I have faith in <laughs> there's Chloe Semenye girl from Plainview um I want I worry that that girl from Plainview uh just has gotten there's too many hulu shows in that game. yeah hulu has a lot going on yeah so th- i worry about that one yeah so for then- for supporting actor joyce i am i got matthew good number one with a bullet for the offer not not even in the top seven for our odds so i'm really carrying the load there but i love him as robert evans it's a hilarious performance and again i do think people who watch the show are going to be entertained by it and really like him so I have him, I have Murray Bartlett, Naveen Andrews, Peter Sarsgaard for Dope Sick, Seth Rogen for Pam and Tommy. And then just because we're chatting, 
my good pal Joe Alwyn for conversations with friends I threw in. Uh, Taylor Swift's significant other, who I also interviewed, Joyce. So, you know, it's- a I know legit. you did. So she she has an Emmy. So are you saying he'll be halfway to an EGOT? He could, because he won a Grammy. I asked him where he keeps his Grammy. And I'll and tell what you what. what did he say? He was, uh, huh, I don't know. I don't remember. I think it's on the piano, period. And I was like, bad text oh, just, right just there. Just the text, yeah. Period. That was, yeah. I was like, but he was cut it off. I was like, all right, we're wrapping it up. Like, I, I don't want to talk about this. No. Nope. I felt, I feel bad because obviously everybody like comes at him with like Taylor Swift stuff. But I was like, we're gold derby, Joyce. I don't know if you know this. And we like awards. So I was like, where do you, I was like, if I had a Grammy, I would like, I would wonder where I would put it. And he said on his piano. And I was like, that's a great spot for a music award. Because isn't that like how they started writing their all her songs? yeah he produced like six of the songs and and he wrote like you know under an alias yeah good for him Uh, he's very good on the show again I feel like it's another tricky part because so much of the character is like internalized and I was really won over by him I I not really the only thing I had really seen him in before this show was obviously Billy Lynn's long halftime walk which I saw once at New York Film Festival and fell asleep during and did not like it uh just a little bit of a disappointment that was when uh, the remember it was the, the big deal about the FPS or whatever it was the frame rate. Yeah, that was that was the narrative for that movie in that season. And you know, uh, Ang Lee tried. I love Ang Lee, and I love that he does try. And I thought Joe Allen's actually pretty good in the movie. He had great. He had almost too much chemistry with uh, Kristen Stewart, if you'll remember, their brother and sister. And it's a little, uh, it's a little too much chemistry, I would say, for brother and sister. Um, but the movie itself was, I was just not for me. And then I saw him again in the favorite. That was the next time I've seen him in something. And he's hilarious in the favorite, which is mm-hmm. a fabulous movie. Yeah. And I love it so much. And then this, I thought he was another flavor. And wow, you didn't see all three of his 2018 movies, Boy no. Erased and Mary Queen of Scots. No, wow. I skipped all of those. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to focus features. Yeah, he had a hat trick in 2018. And then, and then he was in Harriet, if you recall. Yes. And then the souvenir, I think, too, right? Or souvenir yes. part two, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I like Joe Allen, so I have him in, but I, I don't know what to do with this category either. I mean, Nick Robinson from Maine is up there. Do you have him in? I do, just because I needed to fill that sixth spot. <laughs> it's tough, right? Like OT Fagbenle has been out for First Lady, and we crashed. I don't think he's going to get in for either. I would prefer the We Crash performance, but he obviously plays Obama, I think, on First Lady, so that probably would yes. help. Uh, William H. Macy for the dropout, looking like Peter Sarsgaard in Green Lantern with his head. He's got a big bald cap on. It's good performance, but I don't think he's in it that much. Yeah, um, I, I have Murray, Naveen. I have my guy, Wyatt Russell. So I was going to ask you about why Russell, I almost put him in, make the case for him. I feel like he could get it. Cause he's great. I mean, we've talked about him before, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's just, it's like, he's absolutely terrifying in it, but in like a charismatic way. Mm -hmm. Um, He has some good stuff in the last two episodes too. Like, I think he's, he's the, the best of the brothers. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's true. Yeah. Um, uh, So I, if, if the show were a lot stronger, you know, me, the person who has the show at number one as a placeholder, I would be a lot more confident in it. But like, I, I think I'll just like hope dictum because it's a really great performance. 
and uh, he's he's one of uh, Daisy Edgar Jones's uh, killers. Yeah, uh, not a spoiler. It's a real case. Um, speaking of Daisy, I would nominate her too when supporting. Um, she's is she running supporting or lead though? She's in supporting. I mean, it's a total. I mean, it's it's kind of like Tony, like they're supporting, but she. I think Tony's in the staircase more than. Daisy is in Under the Banner of Heaven because she's missing in a whole episode. Right. And then in another episode, she's you just see her for like half a second in a montage. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's in the last two. Um, so yeah, so I I guess I'll just hope Dick Wyatt. <laughs> I think that's fair. I'll give you another person I wanted to, I almost wanted to put in. Wyatt was on the list. The other one was Jake Lacey for White Lotus. We talked a lot I, about Yeah, I, he he and Alexander are my faves from the White so Lotus. So we talked a lot about, obviously, like the, the actresses, but he's so good and such a terrible person, I think, on the White Lotus. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I can't decide if like that will hurt him or not. Just so there's not like a lot of, there, yeah, there's not a rooting factor there. You're not rooting yeah. for him because he's like- he's so playing, good. <laughs> yeah, he's like- he definitely was someone who if was not at the January 6th insurrection, at least like probably favorited a tweet about it, you know, that kind of thing. That's the kind of guy he's playing. And uh, not, yeah, I think he's so great on it. It's just a really fun against type performance. And I would love to see him get in. And I could see it, especially if White Lotus is still, like you said, like it could support three supporting actresses. It has a series nomination probably on lock. Maybe he does get in then. I don't know. I don't have, I'm not predicting it, but I could see it happening. Yeah, I don't have him in either. I have, so I, I have Peter, sorry, I was going for dope sake. And then I, I swapped my uh, Stuhlbargs. So mm. I have Stuhlbarg in for the staircase. Now he plays uh, Colin Firth's lawyer. Um, so I think that's the better performance. So <laughs> I have him in there. Um, but I, again, I, I don't know who's getting in here. We're so helpful. We don't have really great. Anymore. How about Tim McGraw for, uh, 18. So you have faith, but not Tim. Well, I might put Tim in if I knock Joe Allen out, let's say. Okay. Um, are you convinced sure. that Peter Sarsgaard will get in? He's second no. in the odds and I don't believe it either. I just don't I, like the only person I think is save is Murray. <laughs> It's pretty nuts, right? I could see Seth Rogen getting in for sure, but who knows? Again, it's a weird performance because the character is not really a good guy, but I think the show is framed to its detriment at times from his perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons why I was not super uh, super as into it as I had wanted to be, I guess. Let's Remember say. last year when everyone thought like Bill Camp was like winning or at least- like- being nominated. So like who who will be that? Will Murray be that this year? <laughs> no, I think it'll be, I think it could be Peter Sarsgaard because I don't really think a lot of people are talking about that performance. And while he's second in the odds and yeah. makes you think that he is uh going there, I'm gonna take him out right now. I'm putting I'm putting Tim McGraw in. Yeehaw. Wow. Is what yeehaw what they say on 1883, Joyce? I'm doing it. I, I guess so. I I don't know. You're going for the his and hers nominations. I am. I'll tell you what. So I, I told you I'm Matthew Good winning. And Murray Barlett obviously is the favorite. He won a lot of, you know, critical acclaim. He just, he just won critics for his, yeah. I think Naveen Andrews actually should win. I love him on the dropout. Yeah. That character is so bad and evil and uh, he does a great job with it. And I, again, there's not a lot of rooting factor there, certainly for the character, but Naveen is awesome on the show. I just love him. And I love his, his work with Amanda is awesome. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Amanda, I think is like, 
probably, if not winning, like a strong favorite to win actress would help him as well because so many of his scenes are with her, obviously. Yeah, like all, and they have such long scenes together too, yeah. like in the finale. So it's kind of, I guess you could, it's it's kind of like like Gene Smart and like Hannah Einbinder. I think it's like, they just have so many two-handers together. Right. And it's like, you, you can they're like inextricably linked, you know? So and if you nominate one, you might just nominate the other. And he, he is really good. Um, that's why I almost was ready to put Hannah Einbinder in first in supporting actress, because this year I think she's great. And, you know, like we said, the Jean, the Jean Halo, I think could lift her up, but we'll see. Hmm. We're not doing comedy today, Joyce. No um, laughs, no laughs allowed. No, no laughs in limited because we have no idea what's going on. Um, there's all the, the gaslit dudes are, are good too, Dan Stevens and Shay Wiggum. I know, but I just don't but, have that happening. Yeah, I know. It's it's hard. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you have your guy, uh, Kyle Chandler for Super Pumped down so here. I, am, I had him in at one point, love him on the show, but I feel like the Super Pumped, the uh, the engine behind it is not really it's revved up, let's say. So you're you're just gonna you're gonna back We Crashed over Super Pump of yes scam shows for yeah. sure. I think We Crashed and The Dropout are the two scammer shows that pop the most, and I think in different ways. And I think We Crashed, especially because of its famous people, no offense to Amanda Seyfried, uh, at the top, makes it stand out most. And I think that actually has really done a good job. And the other thing I feel like with We Crashed is, even though it came out I think in March and it finished up like last month, it is a it has kind of because it's on apple tv i think people have lately later found it somewhat similar to the way coda existed for like six months before people are like hey coda is on i should watch it i feel like we crashed a little bit like that too that there's still a discovery of it happening do you think um for shows like that and um like the offer if people are going there for something else like ted or um i don't know severance or the morning show or coda and then they just see lee crash so they'll check it out or if they're going to paramount plus for 1883 not yellowstone because that's on peacock i, I actually um, think they would check it out and i think and then that, they'll and then yeah. they'll watch the offer which is not from the taylor sheridan universe i think they would and i think the way these platforms at least promote it on my end with the algorithms and stuff they do want to like elevate those and if you see the offer as like a godfather thing if you're watching 1883 the chances are you're going to be like that's for me i want to watch that let me check out this offer show uh so make make the case for your guy matthew good so he is very funny on it (laughs) he's hilarious first of all it's an incredible impression of robert evans he's i think he's entirely too tall for robert evans probably right but yeah he's very lanky but it's i definitely in a million years would have not have said matthew good can play robert evans and do his voice and he does it it's an incredibly scene-stealing performance he's hilarious uh it's this it's almost very surface level i would say there's not a lot of depth to it i would argue but it is so funny and I think it's a character, it's like a big, big, loud performance. And I think on the show, if people watch it again, I'm, I'm basing it on like, it's a Hollywood show about Hollywood for Hollywood awards. People are going to like that. I think if you're an older person who remembers Robert Evans or knows he exists, you would be like, that's pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's like, he gets it really well. And it's just hilarious. He's just hilarious. It is incredible. Everything he does in the show, I think is really funny. And 
I think for a supporting performance, it really could stand out. I'm actually shocked he's not like I have him winning. Sure. Maybe he's not gonna <laughs> I, win. I think the problem or like why he's probably so low is that it's on Paramount Plus, which yes. is you know, uh, not not a or like you know, formally known as CBS All Access. Right. It's not historically been a huge Emmy player. No. Um, he he was on uh, the Good Wife, and it's been off the Good Fight. It's never, you know, like nothing for Christine Baranski, basically for right. the Good Wife. Um, and also, the show got terrible reviews, so I think people are just low on it. So it got terrible reviews, but people who watch it like. I I think it's it's interesting to me because it's like I don't know what even. I'm gonna look up the scores right now. <laughs> even the terrible reviews, I think people are like it's entertaining. Like all the reviews I yeah. read were like it's actually. It's not high art, but it is entertaining. It's not like right. it's I, I think that's the problem. Like if you go into it thinking it's like prestige high art, like if you go into thinking it, it's like Under the Banner of Heaven, like it is not. No, I would argue it's more entertaining than Under the Banner of Heaven, though. I enjoyed watching. Oh, no, it. I I agree. Like they're just completely different shows. So that's why I think that that's why I think it could support a nomination for him because people are going to watch it and actually enjoy watching it. And then I think he's such a standout that he'll get in. That that's. That's basically my only take. So it has a has a forty nine on Metacritic. Wow! But the the user score, are you ready? Eight point eight. Wow! Yeah. So let me see. Where's it's the People's (laughs) Choice choice. (laughs) Ron Tomatoes, Roddy Tees as Darcy Carden says on my favorite show Barry. Um, The offer, and then this is riveting. Um, It has a forty nine percent. Wow, look look at that symmetry there. 49 score on Metacritic and a 49% on Rotten Tomato. So it's rotten. It has the green splat. But audience score, 95%. I'm telling you, the people who watch it love it. So that, that's gonna help. I think that'll help them. Uh Joyce, I want we're gonna wrap up here, but you're you, I'm gonna I'm gonna filibuster about Stranger Things. Go ahead, go ahead. I love Stranger Things. I think season four is amazing. Do. And I actually watching it, I think I was thinking today, it could end up because of its tech stuff, it could end up with the most nominations of any show, I would say, this year. Mm-hmm. The tech so what do you what do you you don't like that? You seem like uh, well, I like I I have it in series and I, I have it in series and I actually moved I moved some actors in since we last spoke. Oh, okay. Who did you move in? So well, first, let's just say I brought. I, I moved in David Harbor and Millie Bobby Brown, uh, in supporting okay. for both. So broadly, one of the things the 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 critical consensus group think is that it's too long, and I would say it's not. I think the and this is somebody I fall asleep watching everything. I cannot focus on most things. I just read my phone or whatever. This show, I am fully engaged. The way it's paced, I just think. My take on the show in, in general is season one was totally fine. I enjoyed it. It was good. Season two, I thought was a step back. It was way more of the same and kind of just very repetitive. And season three, I felt was like a leap because they figured out the pacing of it really well. And what they did in season three was kind of very Lost-like and very Lord of the Rings-like where it's like, we're going to have three separate plots and just cut between them. And it's going to take place over the span of like a couple of days. And this season, they're doing the exact same thing and they've lengthened the episodes. But because it's so well made, they never hang out with one of the scenes too long. And you're kind of just jumping between 
the, the brought like not spoilers here but whatever there's like it takes place in hawkins indiana i know you're not you're not the biggest stranger things fan joy so they, they it takes place in indiana that's their main little i i I've, I've seen enough of it to know that it takes place in hawkins indiana so it takes place in hawkins indiana one spot picks up from where the last season ended so uh mike or um, excuse me 11 and joyce there's a joyce on the show too which i thought i know i know that i was very excited um what like six years ago (laughs) yeah well now that's like we have a this is a great time for joyce's because we obviously have it's the year of joyce's year of joyce's uh and then we have so there's a part in california and then hopper who is david harbour is in a russian prison uh, they kept him alive. They kind of retcon, like how they bring him back and stuff. Sure. It kind of robs the stakes of the third season, but sure. It's fine. Anyway, they just cut between everything incredibly well. I thought the sound, like, this is going to sound again, like I tweeted this yesterday. It's definitely like the, it's like, oh, I love the Titanic cinematography, Joyce, but the sound design on Stranger Things is There was amazing. the cinematography. <laughs> the cinematography is great. The sound design is unbelievable. I think everything, the way it used, not just to like, creep you out but like a lot of like they really hit sounds for like comedy purposes i feel like or like just like to edit between things it's very fun uh i love the score i think is a level up from the previous seasons i could see it getting in there cinematography for sure directing there's a lot of cool set pieces sean levy directs a couple of episodes obviously the buffers and then like nimrod antel who is a, a filmmaker from who's done a lot of uh i think horror movies let me see like he's uh yeah, he did a Vacancy, a classic, uh, classic horror movie. Just like a lot of, a lot of uh, Predators was another one for him. A lot of cool action scenes in this and that. And then the actors are, it's tough because it is a big ensemble and there's not like a lot to do. But I would say both Millie Bobby Brown and David Harbour get incredibly compelling like monologues and scenes. And I think they're going to get in. Uh, David Harbour, I think is so good. He's not on it enough. And like I said, like they've kind of got his character separate off into a Russian prison camp. But uh, no, he's so good. I, I just think he's great. And the first seven episodes are awesome. And they're longer than Belfast, and it, it, but they feel a lot shorter, I would say. So that's my little filibuster on Stranger Things. You know, when, when I said I like short movies, I like 90-minute movies, that was not an invitation for all, all shows to make 90-minute episodes. <laughs> Because I, I, I still want like my 30 minute episodes and, and like like 45 tops really for a drama. <laughs> so wait until the season volume two of Stranger Things, Joyce, when- uh, I know, it's like over two and a half. The finale is two and a half hours. So can't wait for that. But I actually can't because I can't wait to see what happens. I'm so excited. I'm a big Stranger Things fan. It's not Succession. It's not, not going to take my beloved Succession from me, um, but- it's really good. And I definitely think it's going to get in for series. I just think because the tech stuff is so big. It, it's, it's shocking that like you didn't have it in series. Like once it was confirmed that it will make eligibility, I immediately put it in. I'll tell you why I didn't have it in just because I was like, well, I enjoyed the third season a lot. And it was my favorite season going in. It's been such a long time. And I just, like I said about other shows, like, I just feel like do people care or remember about the older shows coming back after like three years? But the reason is because of the tech, I just think, they made a big deal. I've seen people make a big deal. Like, I think they spent like $30 million an episode for this season, or that was the report for Stranger Things. And I think a big thing you'd say about Netflix shows and Marvel shows, like we've talked about, everything looks kind of cheap now, right? Like, or just like not as, not as expensive as it once was. And Stranger Things, I'm just like, they, every cent is like, it really looks good. Like they spent a lot of money on this and it looks great. 
And I think all the crap stuff is going to propel the series. That's why I don't think it's going to I mean, win. It, but... it made series last time without any other above the line nomination. Right. It was like carried by crap. So I always thought it, it could still get in. And I think it's still one of the shows, even though it's been gone for a couple of years. Um, and like everyone in the cast is like 45 now. Like, That's an issue. It, not going to lie. Yeah. Like it's still hugely popular and watched. You know, like yeah. I think people are excited for it um so yeah i have it in series i don't have any other above the line nomination i'll give you a person who i would love to have gotten in but i just don't think it's i don't think it can support two actors and i don't think this actress has like enough of a you know credentials or 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 track record to get in but sadie sink is in it obviously she plays max uh and is amazing like she is absolutely the standout other than like the david harbour millie bobby browns like and they give her a lot to do this season and she's wonderful but i just don't think she would get in and supporting because the the category is too crowded and it's like she is not known maybe she'll get her oscar nomination for the whale yeah it's gonna be a good year for sadie sink she's so good but also remember back in season two when everyone like was like, oh, Noah Schnapp is gonna get nominated, or we're pulling hard for him, and they didn't go for him. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it could support any really beyond, and I don't even know if, if David Harbour or Millie Bobby Brown can get in. I think I have them both in eighth place in my picks because I just, I'm not convinced that it can support above the line acting nominations, but I do think they're both really good in the new season, so that's why I put them in. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's I got. That's all I got for Stranger Things choice. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just. I guess it depends on like how hard they go for new shows versus how much they go back in the wall for old shows. Right. And we'll never, we, we will not know until we know. That's I don't know. And then, and then maybe if they go hard for older shows, people or networks will reevaluate their release strategies. Would be and nice. And everything in the spring. Would, would be nice. Would be nice. Joyce, that, I think that's it. We're going to wrap up here, but we'll talk again. Uh, next week i guess and soon we're going to bring back our oscars playback by popular demand i know by one person (laughs) one person tweeting at us thank you for that tweet that made my made our day uh but joyce i'll talk to you later bye for all things hollywood competition and award season head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at goldderby Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.